0: People, it is Thursday. Welcome back to Love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rose Ivy. That's Harry How Harry, you in New Haven.
1: Yep. In New Haven.
0: No pundits today because our fearless leader is battling the COVID. I
1: thought that was a secret.
0: Oh, not anymore. He <laughs> <laughs> did say it was a secret. did you say it was a secret?
1: No, he hasn't to, he hasn't told me, so I'm figuring it's a secret.
0: Why is it a secret? I don't know. Well, him him and the queen are on a uh, bed rest.
1: <laughs> is he doing well?
0: I think. Listen, he was chopping it at the bit to get out. I was like, you know what? Stay home so that your wife don't got to go look for you on the streets, all sprawled <laughs> out because <laughs> because you was feeling ambitious. <laughs> I was like, oh, I feel yeah. good, and then you get out there, Harry. And you're like, oh shoot, I can't
1: breathe. <laughs> I, I mean, once you once you get COVID, it's not about you. Right now, it's protecting the other people from catching it on the tail end of yours.
0: Yeah. So stay in the house.
1: Yeah. So stay in stay the in guest. The
0: stay in the guest room. When you hear people downstairs, don't go down there. <laughs> have you have your meals dropped off at the door? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I had my annual physical. Oh, how'd it go? Yesterday. It, it went well. Um,
0: I know they were pleased with the weight loss.
1: They're pleased with the weight loss. My my A1C, I mean, I've been trying to get it under six, like, forever, Babs.
0: And it finally is? A-
1: and I finally was at 5'8". Oh,
0: that's good!
1: Yeah, so I'm doing good. I'm doing, except for all the pain in my body. That doesn't go away. Um but uh they wanna in, in four months reevaluate and see if
0: you ready for surgery?
1: If I should right start she's gonna start sending me to the doctors, you know, in four months to okay, the orthopedic good. and stuff. So Keep um it going. but you know but it it, it was good you know to to see uh all my results look that that good. I haven't seen them look that good in a long time.
0: That's good well, so. that's what good health will bring you,
1: considering yes.
0: that um you know last night we lost uh I don't know if you follow comedians, but there's a couple of comedians that I really dig um David Arnold. I don't know if you see him, but he's funny he's got a wife and two daughters and, uh, and he's always posting to his Instagram, but he passed away yesterday. Of natural, he was fifty-four years old. He was in good health. I mean, he wasn't overweight. He wasn't any of those things. And he just passed away. And I just thought we don't know the hour, nor the moment, nor the day. But I'm, you know, I, I I am convinced that death is the ultimate reminder to live. That it is it is the ultimate reminder for us to live our lives. Otherwise, uh, you're just waiting for death to catch up to you, and it will. It does. I see the the queen is they done summoned summon folks to the to balmoral.
1: Yeah, ninety six
0: Harry. I mean, how much longer do they think she's gonna? They think she's gonna live for four thousand years?
1: No, and and you know, I actually have it on behind the monitors here.
0: I don't know if um, I let Prince Charles in the room by by himself.
1: <laughs> that's the problem. I think that's why she's been holding on for so long.
0: No shade to him, but I know um, he been he been wanting to be king forever
1: yeah i i think i think you you have to give it to him you can't just pass the baton to william
0: oh no she gotta he gotta get it he's gonna and get he it
1: he has to get it so but
0: wouldn't that be some mess how are you get it then he fall down the stairs and break his neck and die yeah. i mean you know what i mean like you wait your whole life for something and then <laughs> the minute you get it it's snatched from you <laughs> i'm not i'm yeah. not wishing that I'm, that is not a wish I'm just saying that's how it works out sometimes, you know. You you want something your whole life. He's been waiting. He's been sitting in the wings, waiting for his mother to die. I was like, you should have known. Your grandmama lived to be 101 or some old mess. So you you got longevity on your side.
1: You know, I'm surprised that she hasn't just turned it over to him. So you know, which is weird. Like if I was king, and I know I'm in my last days, I would want to see my son. Crowned, right? No, <laughs> you know why?
0: Because her commitment to this throne is bigger than her commitment to him, and and you know, public s- s- scrutiny and sentiment wasn't with him, and and he hasn't really won back the favor of the people since the way he treated Princess Diana, and threw the beautiful wife over for the ugly. St- mistress and then and then marries this chick and then you know but the queen the the queen made her queen consort so when he becomes king she gets to be queen
1: yeah so she forgave him and all that stuff so it's just weird i would just think that she would want to be oh i know
0: because i if i was her harry all of us when our kids get grown what do we want to do we want freedom Mm mm-hmm I would have turned over bucket in Palace, and I would have been fly all around the world doing my own thing. It's like the queen is in where the queen is doing shots in Mexico. All right, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's uh, how well, I would have did it. But
1: well, that's what Harry did, right? So <laughs> Harry was like,
0: uh, "I ain't in line.
1: Yeah, I'm not in line. I'm gonna go have fun."
0: he's like I got a bunch of people ahead of me let me me go live my life in the end if they call me I'll be ready (laughs) but right now I'm going to go do my thing (laughs) he's like and I think that's why they're mad at him Harry because he could could step out he could be like you know what my brother and then my brother's kids come before me and he got what four kids or something
1: and I think uh, Harry's like hey listen if I'm not ready, my wife's ready. <laughs> she ready.
0: She <laughs> ready. Well, you know, sisters stay ready. <laughs> so,
1: no, but it, you know, I was looking at pictures. Her, but she's well, she's ninety three, right? Yes. She, yeah. So she. I mean, I was thinking to myself, wow, she looks so frail, but she's ninety three.
0: Yeah, is she ninety three
1: or ninety six? And ninety is it? I, I'm not sure.
0: It, whatever. <laughs> she's ninety. She's, Harry, yeah, she's, in she's a ninety. She's ninety. Come on. And everybody's mm. like, I'm watching the news and they're all like, everybody's like, oh, we're worried. That chick is 96. What are you worried about?
1: Well, they're calling everybody home, so it's like...
0: I, I, you know, Harry, when they start that. Yeah. Now, you know her. She'll be done, got-up, made tea, be like, I got a few more years. Y'all go on about your business.
1: But you figure she has to think that even in her frail elderly state she's better than her, um, her son <laughs> at being king you know she has to think that for her not to turn it over she has to think he's <laughs> so not good that I'm gonna stick to this to my dying day
0: well you know she takes that stuff very seriously and, and you know Harry they exist on the will of the people yeah. and so as long as she's alive you know you won't you won't see too much diminishing of their of their titles and stuff
1: but you, you know what i didn't know that i heard this morning is that um i didn't know it still existed i know the vatican had made them head of the anglo church and whatever
0: well they've always been head of the anglo yeah. church
1: but so it's like i thought that was oh i thought you know that's those are one of the things that you go yeah that's stupid um but I, they're, they're still, they were talking about how Prince Charles will be or King Charles if he ever, I think he's talking about taking Arthur, by the way, changing his name to King Arthur. King
0: Arthur. <laughs> I don't think he's going to do that.
1: That would be interesting. <laughs> he's,
0: he's cause, too cause old. It,
1: it fulfills a lot of these prophecies, conspiracy he, he, prophecies.
0: He's too old.
1: But um, but I think it, William has Arthur in his name or something, anyway. But anyway, so. But the thing is, is that so he'll be head of the Anglo Church. I'm like, okay, you know, is what does that mean? I mean, when you have, it, for me, that is a political position.
0: What is a political position? The,
1: the, the, the throne.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's really not. It's it used figurehead.
1: to be. It's a figurehead. It's nothing.
0: Well, they they still have some. They still have some um they still have some responsibility as a monarchy to do some yeah. things that happen in, yeah, they, um, they do. in in British government and in the UK. I mean they're on money, they oh, they, get, um, they, they have get to all sign the loot. off on stuff. They still get all the loot. <laughs> yeah, they do. They're like one of the richest people in the in the world. So
1: so yeah. Uh you know, wishing her wealth. I mean, health. This and and you know, they
0: got a new prime minister. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, they got a new prime minister, a lady. Uh, uh, I think her name is Truss, Liz Truss.
1: Yeah, she, uh, it's weird to see people step in that you've never heard much of. You know, the other people who usually take the position make a lot of noise.
0: Well, we don't really follow their, their. I mean, we I guess. Some of us kind of follow what they do over there, but yeah. for the most part, you know their parliament i mean listen she was she was she was favored to win right because um she was making a lot of noise, and people thought all right she might she might make it, and she pulled it off so
1: so w- what is she over there? she a conservative you know
0: um i let me see i don't i don't, I think she might be. I think you know they you know they got a lot of
1: because I know yeah. they were having the, their Brexit movement.
0: Yeah, well that that that's been a nightmare. It's um, still a nightmare, right?
1: And they yeah, she's that's, she's that's, the that's,
0: uh, Conservative Party.
1: Yeah, that's why they basically ejected this guy out the seat because he didn't he didn't manage Brexit the Brexit. Um, well, you they can't probably.
0: reverse it now, right? They don't move. I mean, this thing caused so much problems for them. Now the students can't go to universities, in and around, like it's so many issues right now. You know, they used to be It just wasn't
1: handled right, and then also with COVID, in the midst of the transition, it it all got screwed up. Um, I don't think it got screwed up. I I don't know what their goal was anyway, so I, I don't.
0: Well, their goal is like what these Trumpers want over here. They want white supremacy to be the, the, the prevailing thought. They don't, well, want, they, don't want, um, they don't want immigrants in their schools. They don't want immigrants in their country. They don't want immigrants at their jobs. This is at the heart of Brexit. This is at the heart of it. It's just white supremacy. Well, it, it,
1: it was that they felt, because being part of the U- European Union, they were a big portion of the purse, right? And that's what they were sick of paying for everything. Yeah, not paying
0: for everything, Harry. The point is, they didn't want to fund education for immigrants. They didn't want immigrants. They wanted to shut down immigrants coming into their country. That's that is at the heart of this. That is, those old white people got nervous because they look like their countries are starting to look less white than they have. Well,
1: you know, they have that. That they don't have a choice in that because their um. Their population growth is actually smaller than ours, and ours keeps shrinking.
0: Well, they don't care, right? Harry. When you are so, afraid as white people, you think that this is the way to go. Well, so you, you got you
1: no choice. Down, well, once you're, you need, you need the population to grow. You, so you can't go, yeah, you, not you. Harry, they you, don't want the you, population you, to grow
0: with other people they wanted what, to grow no. with white people but here's the thing it's not enough not enough of them in the world so them wanting scandinavian people more than anybody else or nordic people because they're white 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 they want those people to come but those people are not coming those people are like we like to like we live right here so they don't want africans they don't want i mean this is this is yeah the they,
1: they got to stick with the vikings right this way, Valhalla. They could all go to Valhalla.
0: So they're not they're no different than what, what, what these white white supremacists are trying to do here. Like they don't we don't want we want our borders closed. We don't want people coming here. We don't want people working here. We don't want people having access. We don't want that's the real honest God truth. You know, and and it's it's unfortunate because they're going to have real problems. They're not going to have workers. They're not going to have workers. My, my, my good friends teach at Oxford. They see it all the time. They see it. They're like, oh, this, yeah. is very, this is very challenging. <laughs> well, that's, very challenging.
1: That's all over the world, right? So the challenge right now is getting qualified people. It's, it's
0: not challenging all over the world It's only challenging to countries that are want to root themselves in white supremacy. Countries all over the world don't mind having all kinds of people work for them. They're not having this problem in other places. Where are they having this problem? They're only having this problem in the United States and the UK. That's the only place and that's why because white supremacy is 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 the order of the day. They just they don't like I, they're not having this problem nowhere else where are they having this problem? Nowhere, so that you have to just understand that this is this is rooted in people's fears and racism and and you know and the other part of that is the majority of the world is not white. It's just not the majority of the world is not white, so the sooner that these white people sort of you know come to come to grips with that <laughs> and stop trying to preserve some false notion of supremacy. They might, they might do well, you know, they might do well, but they're not. They're going to keep going with this narrative. They're trying to do it here. They're trying to do it in the UK. And that's why they got this Brexit. That's not working for them. (laughs) It's not working for them. You know, what are they going to do? Recruit Ukrainians? What? Germans? Russians? No. Those people got their own issues. They're not going over there. So, I'm
1: just saying. Oh, I, I forgot to tell you. I got my first old person vaccine. Right? What
0: is that?
1: So, after... after in your, when you're in your 50s, then you they start offering you the pneumonia vaccine. Oh, well, yeah,
0: because you don't want to die.
1: The shingles vaccine. All of those vaccines. So, I got we'll my pneumonia them. vaccine yesterday.
0: I can't take the pneumonia. I can't take the flu.
1: And we're still trying shingles, to decide
0: if I want to, if we're going to let me take the shingles.
1: Yeah, the shingles, you got to do it at the pharmacy. Yeah. Not at the doctor.
0: Yeah, and most of these vaccines are being done at the pharmacy, at the pharmacy so, level. Yeah, because yeah, every time you know I go I went, pick up my prescription at Walmart, they're like, uh, they recommend this, this, this. I was like, I can't take any of that, but thank you.
1: You're like, you're trying to kill me, aren't you?
0: Yeah. you
1: no, know, but you, so the, I know when I went and got my booster at CVS, oh, it was, it just felt, it didn't feel clean, like, like a doctor's office.
0: That's in your mind. <laughs> so
1: I'm like, ah, I, I hated going to CVS to get my booster. I'm not doing that again.
0: Where you gonna go get it at? They don't got it at the doctor's office.
1: They got it. They got to figure it. Figured. I'm not going to CVS. It just seemed so. It didn't seem clean, but it felt like.
0: What do you mean? Did they like pick it I up was, off the like, floor and stick you with it? I
1: was like, I was next to the aspirin aisle, and you know, it's just. Larry,
0: you know. I'm gonna tell you something. CVS is probably way cleaner than your doctor's office, because your doctor sees a rotation blue. of six of sick people in and out all day. No, pro- probably because
1: there was somebody in the waiting area with me. Was
0: probably coughing.
1: Who was hacking up a lung or something? And I'm like, "Whoa, what? And then I, you know, I started thinking to myself, "Okay, I'm gonna sit opposite him on the other side of the room." Then I remembered the study I saw of COVID and how it travels all over, and it,
0: yeah, it, so, it doesn't so your, matter where you
1: hide; it's gonna your, find your
0: CVS me. is probably way cleaner than the doctor's <laughs> office. There's people in and out. They're in and out, Harry. Ain't nobody sitting around in CVS?
1: You know, the, ol- <laughs> the only thing is that I, everybody has gotten so comfortable, right, with, you, they've gotten so comfortable, like, with the mask protocols and stuff like that, that they're too comfortable, right? So, like, What do you mean, people, like,
0: not wearing them?
1: Well, you know, they wear them with their nose sticking out.
0: Oh, you're not really wearing
1: it. So then I'm really (laughs) wearing it. And then also they go, you need a mask. So I'm like, okay. And then they reach into the thing and give you a mask and put it on the counter. I'm like, okay, you just, you just messed up my mask. Yeah. Like, no, I don't want that. You know,
0: pass me the thing. Let me pick my mask.
1: Right. So it's like, everybody's gotten so comfortable with, oh, just here, just this, that, that. So basically by the time you get the mask it's it's soiled already so
0: i see new york subway's sy- transit system said um and metro north system said you don't have to wear a mask on the transit systems
2: mm-hmm. I, don't I, know, Harry, I don't i don't know think if anybody's
1: wearing it correctly anyway devs i know but uh, you know you know how many people i i see wearing it as a bib basically <laughs> A chin chin guard. Yeah, a chin guard. It's like, come on. It's like. Guarding
0: my chin. (laughs) The
1: the nurse who told me I needed a mask had it under her nose.
0: Harry, you know how I feel. I have no faith. (laughs) I have no faith in. I have no faith. I just have no faith in. The way that we handled ourselves through this pandemic it just gave me whatever the... These, we talked about this over and over again. In the movies, Harry, people come together to fight the, the virus. That, does, that did not happen here. People came together to fight against the virus. Harry, these viruses are going to get powerful, more powerful and we're going to be living with this stuff. And It's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. More and more and more and destructive. I, I, that's what's you know, gonna yeah. kill us <laughs> I,
1: I i gotta say though like my doctor wasn't available yesterday she was stuck at the hospital so they gave me another doctor Uh-oh. i think i want to switch doctors
0: oh you like oh you like this doctor
1: oh my god nah, she was uh oh,
0: talented
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm like ooh. your
0: other doctor isn't talented
1: you know, she's an older lady. What? Uh-uh, Not, you know, not not old. But, you know, she's she's not as talented as the doctor who saw me yesterday, let's okay. just say. Like,
2: mm.
1: So, and then this, the, the doctor yesterday, she, you know, I find it sexy for people to be calling me on my shh. You know, so okay. it's like, she's like, you know what you need to do, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. and I'm like, yeah, okay. Oh, you
0: listen to her.
1: Well, sometimes I listen to people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, she must have been hell talented.
1: But <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, she. You know, she had her mask on the whole time, but her eyes.
0: <laughs> you listen to her, but are you following what she said? See, that's the that's going to be the deal breaker for me, Harry. Tell yeah. me if you follow anything she
1: said. She, you know, the last thing she said was. Uh, I'm looking at your chart and you never make your follow you never get come to your follow up appointments. Are you going to come to the next one? Yeah, if
0: you the doctor.
1: (laughs) Who do I have the appointment with? My regular doctor or you?
0: (laughs) Harry, was there there a fan blowing her hair too? You haven't you're having a fantasy moment. In the <laughs> did you make? Did you follow up?
1: I did the follow up, but it's with my regular doctor, so okay. we'll see if I make it. Well, you,
0: well, she, you might get her again.
1: January right. <laughs> eleventh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mark that down. Nora will be covering for me that day.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad she talked you into, you know. <sighs>
1: Well, you know, I, I was I was motivated to go to the doctor this time because I wanted to see all my results from, you know, all the work I've put in in the last three months.
0: Oh, that was a motivating thing?
1: Yeah. And just okay. seeing, because by the way, I stopped taking my medication three months ago.
0: What do you mean? Did, they, did you tell
1: them that? Yeah, I told them that. And, and what did all they of say? my numbers, All of my numbers came down.
0: Like what what medicine?
1: So I stopped taking my metformin for my diabetes. I stopped taking my Lipitor. Really? And all of my numbers came down. And, it's and did they
0: say that. that was a good idea or did they say
1: don't no, do Well, it. she said, you know, you shouldn't do that without consulting your doctor. And I am like, yeah, I yeah, I get it, but if I consulted my doctor, she would have said not to do it. So, but I did it. She was, so what she said is Take half of everything that I was saying.
0: Okay. That's what I, yeah, because that makes sense to me.
1: Yeah, she said, you are doing a good job. Your, your diet is obviously, you know, doing the work, you know, some of the work that the medication was doing. So as long as you're going to, she said, as long as this is a lifestyle change, Maybe in four months we'll, you completely, you could, we'll you
0: could completely come off yeah, of it. We'll
1: completely come off. So, so there you go. I mean, the, the only thing that has gotten worse, and I think it's just, um, they say with movement, your body is supposed to alleviate and all that. Oh, I'm just in so much back and knee pain these days.
0: Are you, but are you are you doing any kind of movement? Yeah, I, I mean, do you a have a bike.
1: Yeah, I do a lot of movement now, Babs. A All lot right. of movement. All right. Um
0: Let's going to take a minute cuz yeah. you know yeah, I mean,
1: I, still ha- I still have a lot of weight on me and mm-hmm. so maybe in another 40 pounds, I'll start feeling better. But phew. I still got an eighty pounds to go. Eight seventy nine pounds to go. I, I
0: I haven't started yet, Harry. I've been procrastinating. I don't know what it is. I go to bed every night with the thought and the plan, and then I get up in the morning. I'm like, eh.
1: Well, the thing um. is, is that you know,
0: and I know how you, to do it.
1: Well, that's the thing. You, 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 but also you know, once you jump in the deep end of the pool, you got to swim.
0: I know,
1: <laughs> right? So, so that's the thing. That's what I was doing, bass. I I procrastinated for like a year. Because I knew once I got in, I was. That's
0: there. it. That's it. That's it, Harry. You There's know, no so looking I, back,
1: <laughs> right? The 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 willpower takes over, and it's like, okay, so so each time I would say, well, maybe another platter of chicken wings, and then I'll start. Yeah. Maybe another this, and then I'll start.
0: I'm doing that BS right now, like wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I already, I, I listen, Harry. I lost sixty pounds to get ready for these surgeries. And now I have put on sixty five pounds like i'm i'm and uh and I know what to do that's where i'm not even i'm not even i was like once i once i once I ride i ride that's it you know
1: well the the thing is is once you've done it before and once you've exercised before you you have muscle memory right so your muscles know how to pick up what you need you know how, how pick up where you left off three years ago or whatever mm-hmm. um it's just <laughs> you getting started it's always just you getting started it is
0: that's
1: the hard part
0: it's always that first day like all right all right it's not hot okay i i've got all my mobility back and you know i've been coasting off well you know i just and you know it's been a year since my right hip surgery Cause they, my doctor called me. I had to take a little survey, and uh, it's been a year. I was like, "Oh shoot," you know. And it's fine, right? Like I'm up. I'm not, My mobility is not as good as I want it to be, but you know why that is, Harry? Because I'm not walking enough.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, the thing is, is that when I walk, like yesterday, I put it almost ten thousand steps yesterday. And I said, you know, I'm going to go after the doctor's appointment, I'm going to go shopping, you know, buy food and all of this stuff. And I couldn't sleep last night because my legs are so bad. You know, my, the pain radiating from my knees. and stuff. So, you know, and it's funny cause I was talking to this doctor, which, you know, she was easy to talk to too to, Bab. So, um, Anyway, you
0: know what? I'm seeing a pattern here. So,
1: <laughs> so she was she was laughing at me because she said you need to stop going down rabbit holes, and I'm like, oh, she like she uses that term. I like Ooh, that term. this is and,
0: the this is the doctor for you, Harry. Right?
1: I I don't know how I change. I, I don't want to hurt my other doctor's feelings. She's, like, She's a nice lady, but I don't know how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, Anyway, so she, cause I was telling her, you <laughs> know, I saw, I saw, um, a physical therapist on YouTube that said, if your knees, if you could bend your knees, then you're not bone on bone. Okay. And she's like, but your extra, your MRI says you're bone on bone.
0: I oh, yeah. So get, get, oh, thank God for her, Harry.
1: Stop she's watching like, the so, damn
0: YouTube channel. Yeah,
1: she's like, so stop going down that rabbit hole. And I'm like, yeah, but. And she's like, but nothing. Your MRI says, look, look at it. It's bone on bone. Like, and I'm like, no, so then there's how There,
0: there's no cushion.
1: Right. So she's like, you, you're just working your way. She's like, you're in pain, right? I'm like, a lot of pain. She's like, yeah, you're just working your way through the pain. A lot of people can't. You're just doing it. So you forced yourself to work through the pain. I'm like, that's very true because the pain is ridiculous these days, and it's because I'm forcing myself to look.
0: And what did she say? Stop doing that.
1: Yeah, she said, "Well, no, keep doing the work. If you're able to do the work, do the work. Right? Because if you if you are if you're not doing it, then your knees just." lock up and i mean you know And
0: it's going to be that much harder when you get the surgery and and gotta start a routine yeah it's your body is not used to because i have a friend who um he had knee surgery he's not doing well but it takes time with knees
1: yeah yeah my my mother is still see my mother she did her her right knee
0: and She won't get the left one done, right? And
1: she won't get the left one done. That's what because... happens.
0: That's why you know what they like to do, Harry. Sometimes for people like that, just do both knees at the same time. Yeah,
1: Be, but you see, my mother didn't go to rehab. She had some a physical therapist coming to Come her. Come to the house,
0: house. okay? Which but she she might have been a good patient for that, but right, she should have
1: went to to the rehab. They wanted to stick her in rehab, and for she two. was like, "No." Right. So a lot the of the apple don't
0: fall far from the tree.
1: Yes, right. So so they're like, you have so much scar tissue, we have to open it up. Ah! And, and she's like, no, forget that, and I'm not doing my left knee. So, now, now me, I think I might do both at the same time, if possible.
0: I I would advocate for that. I mean, if you're going, you
1: know. And just work through it. I mean, I, you see, pain is normal for me, so I think, you know, I have a history of doing everything through pain. So it really does. Listen, I tried to get
0: them to do both my hands. They were like, no, we're not doing that. We have to do them six months, six months apart. Okay. I'm with that. And I'm glad I did it that way because my left hip, my left side was way stronger than my right side. But my left was the worst. So. I mean, I still have strength strength issues on the right side, but that's because I'm not walking and I'm not doing. And my doctor told me so. I have to I have to get on board because I got to see him, my surgeon, in six months. I think we're in a relationship. Yeah. I was like, Are we? Am I supposed to see you this long after post op? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah. Then, no, no. I want to see you and I want to see you in three months or nine months or whatever the hell it is. I got to go back and see him for. Yeah, okay.
1: My orthopedic guy retired, so I have to find another doctor.
0: Yeah, I Um, gave you mine. Yeah, he's good. I done referred him. I should get some cut because I done referred a couple of people to him. I'd be like, listen, dude, I need a cut of this.
1: The the only thing left is for you to, you know, suit up and go into the operating room. (laughs)
0: I'm here for moral support. I'm not touching any instruments. Yeah. I'm just here to hold your head, so you know. It's part. It's part of the referral process. Yeah. <laughs> no way, Jose! No way. Wow! Well,
1: I tell you, the hardest part of my day is in the car. Um, the seating position, I guess, is just. Pinching all whatever nerves it, it is.
0: You know, know, I find that too, Harry. That when I when I I could be in my house all day and my hips don't bother me. The minute I get in my car,
1: and drive somewhere and
0: get out, I'm like, oh, and I and I don't know how to get the seat to adjust that alleviates that. Well,
1: I tried everything. It. Doesn't I think
0: maybe I need a limo out. and a driver.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, it's the for me, it's the car and and bed. I you know I I just bought a new bed. Perhaps. I find, you know. We oh, you did what you it. get? What did you I, get? I got a queen size um half, So you did
0: go with the queen.
1: Yeah. Half um half um what you call it the memory foam, half coil, you know. Okay. We went and we laid down on it in, in the store. We did all those Tests that they do and everything. So, I mean, the bed has been good for my back, but my legs still hurt is doing nothing for my legs. I, I, I'm telling you, I've been for like a month now. I've been tossing and turning and getting up and stretching and stretching and getting up and get. You know, it's just horrible the leg pain. Oof. You know, and and um, the doctor yesterday said, "Well, do you want pain medication?" I'm not good with pain medication. I so I said, "No." <laughs> I don't like pain medication. I, oh, I don't, don't
0: blame you, Harry. I don't. I don't like pain medication. Yeah, because I just don't like that. I don't like that under underwater feeling. Like I just don't. But sometimes you got to do it because the pain. For me, I didn't have a choice because it 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 really was. It, it was making my head sick. Like I just, you know. Yeah. So. I don't know. I mean,
1: I. I'm hoping I'm just going to keep working through the pain and hopefully
0: I couldn't do it. And I can take side. a lot of pain, but I had to like, oof.
1: yeah, <laughs> the, the worst part right now is when it's the radiating pain through my, from my lower back into my legs. It's not just my knees. It's that pain from, ugh, right. it's Let's just see. horrible.
0: Let's spend our next few minutes talking about something other than pain. Because, you know, we have know. people who are listening to us who are getting ready um, for surgery. But
1: <laughs> oh, Let me tell you, my surgery didn't work. My um, lumbar surgery um, got worse after. I yeah, but that was a long lumbar. time
0: ago. You might want to revisit
1: that. Well, the last time I spoke to a the back surgeon was he said fusion. And I'm not doing the fusion.
0: Harry, people seem to do well with that kind of
1: stuff. Let, let me tell you, I, when I was in rehab doing um, from my back surgery, there was this guy there who had just done the fusion and he couldn't bend over for anything, he was in such pain. I've never seen a grown man cry like that. And I was like, What did they do to you? He's like, Fusion. I was like, Oh my god, I'm never getting a fusion. So (laughs) I saw that guy. He would he was in the pool with me. We would exit the pool almost at the same time. So he would be in the locker room crying. Mm. And I'm like, man, this guy looks like a tough dude and he crying, nope. Okay. But uh, I (laughs) don't (laughs) know but yeah i'm not gonna do the fusion maybe if they what what i would do is because i have herniated this in my neck too i would do that because the pain i have in my neck just won't go away you got more problems man I, oh no you you oh my god Bass, you gotta I, think I my MRI. i have herniated this in my neck i have why don't you this, let them
0: why don't you let them do some bionic work on
1: you i, I have ruptured disc in my thoracic Harry, you act
0: like you was playing football or something. Like, what the hell? Well, let me tell you,
1: I was reckless when I was young, right? God damn, how reckless can you be? uh, Reckless. And the thing is, I have scoliosis, and I have ruptured disc on my scoliosis. So there you go. I mean, so I get normal scoliosis pain, and then I have those ruptured disc right on it. Horrible, horrible, horrible. No, I don't have any of that. I just that's I just, why the doctors will be like, Well, let me tell you. Just, you, do, you know, you you ought to be proud of everything you're able to do with every all the problems you have with your spine. I'm like,
3: yeah, gosh,
0: I don't know how you do it. I I I'm glad I don't have none of that.
1: Well, you know, it's, it's I'm just why,
0: overweight. That's
1: <laughs> why I got the the tattoo sweet suffering, because that's all No I- way,
0: Jose. I ain't nothing sweet about that. I'm not trying to roll but like that. See,
1: well, you see, Baz, I'm trying to be optimistic like you, right? So I'm like, well, you know, what well, does it make lemonade out of lemons?
0: Listen, make, make tequila shots out of... You know? <laughs> Listen, what you gotta do, man, because I... God bless you. I couldn't do it. But I mean, I guess I could if I have to, but I don't yeah. have to.
1: That, that's yeah. the thing. It's... Everybody's capable of suffering.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think so. That's why, you know.
1: Some people just, you know, don't do well with it. But yeah,
0: no, I know. They suffer. Yeah, they do. And I suffered as soon as my hips was hurt. I was like, oh, what can we do? It was like, okay, you got to go through physical. Okay, we're going to do that. What's next? Okay, we have to get ready for surgery. All right, what do you want me to do? Lose some weight. All right, let's do it.
1: But you okay. are looking to do your next one. Next one. Your other hip, right? I
0: already did. They're both
1: done. Oh, you did both of them? Yeah. Oh, you're good, Babs. So uh, you just got to get started on your...
0: Well, now that I can move around, I, you know it was two years I couldn't really do much because you was in the healing process. You swim? Uh-huh.
1: You need to go swimming.
0: I know. I, I, I was thinking about that, too. I was like, swimming would be really good. And I was swimming for a minute. I don't like swimming in the winter. Like i don't i don't I don't like that
1: wow. yeah, my biggest problem is the the locker room showers they never are never clean,
0: <laughs> well, you know you wear your flip flops in you're good,
1: yeah, I'm always <laughs> like, ooh, ooh, I think I'm just gonna go home wet,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, just don't, I just don't like going in the winter, um uh, because I don't like. Because you have to shower, put on your clothes, and then bundle up into all these clothes. Because I was taking a swim class in the winter, water aerobics. I was just like, oh, I can't stand this. So now I just have to find one. Like, like I would do it now. Like, now until, like, October, I think I could stand it. But after that, I was like, mm, no. So we'll see.
1: Water aerobics. Yeah. Was that, that swimming around the pool?
0: No, it's like working out, working out inside in the, the water, pool. weightlifting, weight training in the yeah. water. So it's nice on your joints. It's nice on your body and you get a real, a real workout.
1: That is the best thing, right? The, you, you get the weightlessness inside the water and you're able to do everything.
0: Yeah. You're able to do all kinds um, of stuff. In the the water. problem is,
1: is that as soon as you step out of the pool, gravity hits.
0: Just oh, like, I know. You're like, Whoa. My. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just I I have to just go real easy and simple. Just take a walk every day, ride my elliptical. You know, I got a vibration plate which I really should be on. That's 15 minutes every other day. I know what to do. I just just have to get my butt up and do it. And uh, and I you know and and you know now that I got classes coming up like I got class tonight and then the Yale Law Access Program starts Saturday. So I've got to I've got to get in a good routine so I could get all this in. Because I'm very stationary and uh and I realized I climbed some steps yesterday Harry damn near died. I, mean, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And I and I've been up these steps when before hips, before I ran up, I have run up those stairs. I got up those stairs yesterday and I felt like I cannot believe I'm standing, and I had to stand there for a few minutes to compose myself. <laughs> I was like, what am I, 90? Like, I literally was standing at the top, and so I was like, oh, my God, I can't. I was like, this is ridiculous. I was like, all right. You,
1: you know what's different? Like, the steps at home, I've, I've been doing them pretty good. It's gotten easier for me. But, you know, the difference between wood steps and concrete there's a huge difference. It feels like like my knees are being shoved, you know, into my bone. Well, I,
0: concrete is a little, I mean, concrete is hard on the body. Harry. Yeah, this
1: it's is, just crazy.
0: It's just hard on the body, you know. It's just like hard the other on day the body. Uh,
1: the other day, Babs, I, have, I was already up here, but the elevator's messed up. So I had to walk down the stairs now for me walking up the stairs is a lot easier than walking down the stairs so <laughs> because going down is gravity is all that weight you having to hold yourself with each step so mm. um and it felt it felt like i was walking on glass like my knees were just breaking on her, with every step so i mean <laughs> When is it going to get easier? (laughs) Yes.
0: Well, I don't know. But I do know the New Haven Public Schools is trying to get the word out that the New Haven Health Department is offering free school physicals. Oh, yeah. So does your child need a physical for school? The New Haven Health Department is offering free medical examinations for city residents. So, just give them a call at 203 946 6999 for an appointment. I love that. So, if you need a school physical, the New Haven Health Department is offering free medical examinations for city residents. But you got to call to make an appointment 946 6999. 203 946 203-946-6999. Yes, because you know what? Scheduling uh, appointments for kids is a little challenging. I I told people I used to do it before they got out of school. Like, I would schedule them jokers in February. Because Dr. Tomiko jackson MacArthur was my pediatrician. And so she was like, okay, schedule them early. So like clockwork. So I never was in that. Oh, my God, they can't start school until they have their physicals. Nope. I'd get them physicals done before they even get out of school in June. I was like, no, make sure all their shots, make sure all the immunizations were up, make sure they had all their asthma protocols, make sure they had all the the stuff. So so dear parents. I know there are folks who are who are who kids can't go to school because they're waiting to get in to see their doctors, but don't wait. Call the uh even health department, they'll they'll see you. Get you into uh doctor's appointment. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, send us your PSAs. I'm happy to read them. Happy to broadcast them for you. Uh, you know, because I think that's pretty important. And uh, we have quite a bit of family people listen to us. So, so pass it on, friends, saints. Pass it on to people.
1: Beth, so, I'm going to send you a uh, Facebook post what of, is it? of Daisy's first day of school.
0: Uh oh! Is she sparkly? Is she in a? Is she in a hey, gown?
1: I just sent it to you to your Facebook.
0: Is she is she in a gown?
1: <laughs> no, you got to see her. Though. <laughs> Daisy
0: is my Daisy is my girl. Let so me she finally
1: made it. Oh, she she enjoyed it. You know that she said, "I'm gonna cry," but she. Oh, it won't let not. me.
0: It says attachment unavailable. Send it again. Uh, Did you send it to my messenger? Yeah. Oh, will it won't open? It's like, attachment unavailable. I don't know. Send it again. Or text it to me so I can look at it. And we'll take a look. So she finally went to school, right?
1: Finally went to school and she's loving it.
0: Oh, oh, because she was kind of concerned that she wasn't going to...
1: Let's see if you can see this here. Uh,
0: (laughs) Yeah, right there. Oh, look at her. She looks cute as all. She's like a little Karen. She is. This is that pink. She's like a little Elvis.
1: <laughs> yeah, she has her, you know, her <laughs> bell bottoms. Yeah, and
0: she is cute, cute, cute. Her hair all.
1: <laughs> she's is like. She, is
0: she gonna do this every day? <laughs> well,
1: she picks her own clothes, and she Listen. was actually designing her clothes this summer. Right, so she was cutting up other clothes and oh, putting is stuff together. She, no, she's already doing that. And um, so Karen asked, uh, "Oh wow, you were just so cute. Um, there were other girls Dressed cute too." And she goes, "Nobody was as cute as me, Bobby. Okay. No, I was just you know, nobody had cute clothes like me. Nobody." Okay. I'm like, "Oh my God, this girl's."
0: Y'all gonna have? Uh... Yes,
1: that's <laughs> what I was saying. She's gonna be a problem. Oh
0: bo- I don't- it's gonna be a problem if no you problem. if you know already.
1: What it is. So so it's like more about it a problem,
0: Harry. If you're not prepared, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> you're like, oh, I see this coming. No, you. She, oh she's no! Been telling you since she arrived. <laughs> yeah. This is how I roll. So you just gotta, you just gotta give her some parameters in which to roll. Like, mm-hmm. girl, don't be cutting up your clothes. I get it, but don't be cutting up our good money.
1: Yeah, yeah put so, her in
0: sewing class early. So, um, you got a young designer I, on your hands.
1: I know. I, I want to recognize that. Uh, you know, we've missed Angel, right? Because he just said, but "Where is you- he?" Well, he said, "Miss you guys. I'm back." So we were supposed to notice that he was gone. So let's just recognize that. We noticed he was gone and he's back.
0: Okay, why? What's wrong with him? What happened?
1: I don't know. He missed oh. you, I'm back. I don't know okay. what happened.
0: Well, hi Angel. Welcome. We
1: noticed. We noticed you were gone.
0: Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome <laughs> back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, Andrew yeah. was on at 10-15. So Anru will get us get all our orishas aligned and we'll we'll feel, you know. We'll we'll talk about the news of it. There was some other mass shooting the other day.
1: Yeah. um,
0: In in, uh, Memphis?
1: Yeah, it was a guy. On
0: top of the guy.
1: Driving around, shooting people.
0: Well, on top of the guy that kidnapped a woman and killed her. And And Harry, he did this 20 years ago.
1: (laughs) You know, and in Canada, there was a mass stabbing.
0: Yeah. What the hell? Killed
1: 10 people. It's like. (laughs)
0: Harry, how do you kill 10 people stabbing them I, like well, those other people didn't see it or they weren't say so, they weren't in the same space do no you know but what here's,
1: mean? The, here's the thing right so if there's 10 people around and one guy stabbing i think you guys should jump him before he he stabs everybody
0: i think it's a shock to your system harry when you see that but i don't he shouldn't have gotten away with killing 10 people
1: i know it's crazy with
0: a knife <laughs>
1: Well, well, Babs, if he stabs you in the right spot, you're done. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But the fact yeah. is that... Because, you know, I'm they... thinking
0: I'll just put my hand up. You know, cut my hand <laughs> off. Like,
1: well, who knows, right? He was probably running through people stabbing.
0: And you don't know what, yeah. Yeah, because if, you, if you're if doing that kind of mess...
1: But it's insane. I mean, people are going
0: nuts. That's something. Something is happening. And then all the shark stuff. You know, you know what they like to say, no. Harry? and but shark, shark, shark attacks are rare. Yeah. I'm like, well, how rare can it be if, if every day there was they're this like, little kid that survived one? Then the the woman that was killed the other day.
1: I know they go sharks don't want to attack people.
0: I don't know. I it's
1: always a mistake. That's not. I don't, a, I don't think so.
0: I, I think these sharks are like
1: Not not when they're swimming around in knee high water. I, they're looking for somebody at that point, right? <laughs> You're in knee high water and there's a shark. I'm telling you the other day, fla- you know, splashing around like it's flipper. <laughs> inviting people to come in so they could bite him. Bite oh, you. So it's no. I,
0: I, I think people need to stay out of the uh I think we need to stay out of the waters for a little bit and and allow these sharks to r- r- figure out where they want to be. But I, I think it's <laughs> where
1: connected
0: they to, be. to global warming, to like climate change. Well, because
1: there's a lot of stuff happening in the water, right? So they were talking about a lot of strange noises coming out of the water. Um, <sighs> <sighs> who knows what the hell's going on? I mean, this world, who knows there's some you know something's gonna happen so a hole in the I, tree I would or just, something. I would
0: just get out of the water. You I wouldn't swim far out.
1: And I forgot what what river in um in the Middle East has dried up. Oh there's a, a river in the Middle East that has dried up um and people are saying they're finding caves that look like jails. Where oh. the water, you know, the water receded, and now they're finding caves that look like jails and stuff like that. Uh, it's crazy stuff. I'm like, okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we do have a drought situation in a lot of places, all over, and uh, I find that quite terrifying. You know, because if you don't have water, Harry, that creates a huge problem. I'm not yeah. panicking. I'm not there yet, but. I just think about all the times when I watch these movies and people got to get out and you got to get away. And I, and then when I look at the just the basic traffic on the highways, just for basic traffic. All
1: right, let me just. Say you're listening to Love Babs Love Talk on WNHHLP one hundred three point five FM, your home for community radio. <laughs> no, so well, just, but you know the you know we're not going to
0: survive.
1: <laughs> there's been people saying the. The world is ending for how long? <laughs> now, they they might actually be right these days, right? So, it's like the sky is falling. Yeah, that's probably so. And pretty soon, right? Because with what's happening in space, that's a totally different thing, right? So, there's one thing with our I mean, this this planet is a- almost all water. Yeah. So, I'm not worried
0: we- about I'm not worried about um the world ending. what i am worried about because if the world is i'm worried about the ending of the world but it's like a long hundred year process (laughs) yeah i mean like
1: (laughs) oh yeah it's like uh like the bible a tribulation period why
0: (laughs) you know you start to you start to experience like i see something between like mad max zombies do you know what i mean like um What's the one where Kevin Costner was the male guy or
1: something? What
0: Waterworld or something? Waterworld. Like, <laughs> like throw all those things together, Harry. And you and I that's how I imagine, you know, you know, everybody sort of that's why I was like, I need to I need to figure out where I'm gonna build my compound and go to it. Just and, and be on it for like a, a decade or so before the world falls. Because then people will be trying to leave where they are. So, so I need to have my farm set up and all my situations, you know, my rain barrel situation set up. You know what I mean? Like, I need to have all that stuff situated. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to have to run, find my space and then set that up. I need to buy it, set it up with all the precautions of safety and security. So, yeah,
2: I'm, you know, I'm I have listening. a background
0: generator, my own grid, you know all the stuff. Maybe even my own satellite feed. Like you know, it's that kind
1: of thinking. Like I'm <sighs> listening to this. Uh, this I don't know if it's a podcast, probably, but um, it's prophecy, right? With Kerry Washington.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. And everything. And is it good? It's good. It's good. It's uh. That's the it's, it's the Bible happening in real time, they go, you know, it's like, what if the Bible of, you know, Mary and all of this was just telling the story to come, not that it happened. Right? So, so Kerry Washington turns out to be Mary. And she's, you know, pregnant with, I guess, the Messiah and everything. So, mm-hmm. pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. You got Daniel, who... Works at a zoo and gets caught in the lions. den and all that. So it, it's it's a retelling of biblical. Stories.
0: Okay, so they like put it in modern times. Yep. Yeah, no, they I think the Bible was
1: telling of things to come, not things that happened. Hmm. So, okay.
2: That all right. Interesting.
1: <sighs> you know, you know how I like. Uh, you know, well I was gonna say post apocalyptic, but apocalyptic. See, that's
0: my my fear isn't that the world ends. is that the world starts to end and we and we get you know what I mean? Like that's why yeah. like, I can live something. with something hit the world and we all die immediately. That yeah. I can't do you that's neither that's who cares? <laughs> but if if it if it I becomes know. like instantaneous... you know what I mean, like it just the thing one thing right? situation yeah. yes see that that would bother me, Harry, this whole the dystopian stuff, like I'm still alive in these terrible times
1: exactly <laughs> exactly, and then the thing is uh, like um, in the Bible where it says uh you you like you're gonna seek death, but you can't die at some point and stuff like that i don't want I don't wanna go through that I don't wanna be. <laughs> In pain. I mean, not that I'm not already. You know what? Let's take that break, and we'll come take back. a
0: break. Then we come back with Anru, and Anru will uh, set us right because <laughs> we're going down a rabbit. I
1: know. Hole. <laughs> like my doctor said, get out of that rabbit hole.
0: We're going down a, a dystopian rabbit hole, so we gotta take a break. When we come back, uh, the good brother Anru, um, half half Kenny, will be here and.
3: And get us in prayer and write. So we'll be (laughs) be right
1: back. Uh, (laughs) Let's do this.
3: Do you know if the kids have to get the COVID vaccine for school? My five-year-old starts kindergarten this year. It's not required, but I did get mine vaccinated to be on the safe side. There were several cases of COVID in the classes this year, and I'm happy they all stayed healthy. I just keep wondering if the COVID vaccine is the right thing for my child. I understand fully. And from what I've seen, there's been no major issues with my friends or their children. The COVID-19 vaccine is safe and effective, and it improves people's lives. Thanks to this vaccine, there's less spread and fewer symptoms reported by those who get infected. Now everyone over the age of six months can get it, and no appointment is necessary. Find out more at nhvvax.com, nhvvax.com. Make summer safer. Protect your family from COVID-19. Anyone over nine months old can get vaxxed. No appointment necessary. Visit nhvvax.com. That's n-h-v-v-a-x.com for everything you need to know. I'm New Haven Health Director Marissa Bond. If you or your family have COVID-19 symptoms or think you were exposed to someone with COVID, quarantine, stay home, and get tested on day five, if possible. If you have COVID, isolate, wear a mask, vaccinate, get boosted, and test it as needed. Those are the best ways to stop the spread of COVID. At this time, we are vaccinating everyone ages five and up. Stay safe, New Haven.
0: Hi, this is Babs rawls Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM. Streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. I want to dance all night,
4: Monday morning. I'm sick of this job already. Our plans are still tight. Thursday brings a smile. Cause I won't be putting up with this book in a little while. Me and my girls—we turned it up last week. Boys love this club. Through the night Take care of all the works out the way So ladies Put your sexy on And tell them That we're hanging Tonight So if you handle yours Like a boss Like me Put your hands together So they all can see we've come to
2: party Dance it's like
5: Cause when life tried to flip, didn't get tossed. Mm-hmm. Send them pearly whites, time to floss. Yeah. Got top billing, counted the cost. Everybody knows that you're gonna go get her. Save with a smile as you earned your cheddar. cheddar Work real hard, and yeah. who man. could do better than you, Bob? We got through the week, I didn't even trip when we didn't speak. Yo, I'm JK, and I'm doing my thing. with on my big sis. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Ace Livingston and you're listening to 103.5 FM W N H H.
5: Love, but it's not Cause you didn't check in his baggage He had cash and he really looked hot This song could be about Your happiness But he is so focused on his bait. You're gonna let a good catch get away This song could be about How we first met But how are we gonna reminisce When you having got over it yet this song could be about what you're searching for you're looking all over town and i'm knocking on your front door to see him, that decision left me in dismay. This song should be about when I got your call, saying you weren't ready for marriage, that you couldn't commit at all. This song should be about our oh, happy years. Instead, of about when he hurt you. I was there to dry your tears. This song came be about. See, I came to my senses, putting my feet back on the ground. i mm.
0: back to the second hour of love baths love talk ah oh, fan favorite Anru is here <laughs> people love when you come Anru. they all tuned in i i can hear the knob the knob the <laughs> dog going up louder
6: <laughs> how
0: are you doing happy happy wind down summer
6: yeah 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 i'm good i'm good today is a
7: good day yeah I, I haven't been in the streets yet, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope you're not playing in the streets, Babs. That's, that's not, well, you should it's be no not. fun
0: if you're not playing in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> Just, oh, now. <laughs> oh, come on. So, anyway, Anru is here, and you know we like to start off when he's here. It's my favorite thing because <clears throat> he brings brings us to <clears throat> gather and in, in in the prayer <clears throat> prayer chant. Um, uh, of his faith and so I, I'd appreciate it if you get us started
7: Of course so again this chant is a Yoruba chant to honor our ancestors to honor the relationship that continues even after they've you know our relatives have physically uh, passed away and our relationship continues and their accessi- accessibility and support for our lives continues and so this, Chances, I honor the ashe that they have left for me. And that ashe that they've left for me, I'm using it today. So that ashe are the the gifts, the authority, the affinities that we have, the blessings that we have that come from them. Um, you know, who our people were and how that gets passed on in positive ways. That ashe, I'm, I'm honoring them for leaving that for me. But I'm also honoring, it's also my duty to pick it up and to use it. So that's
6: what this chant says. ba 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 tofu o, u Ba-ba-ba-tofu-ashe ba ba tofu o, Ba-ba-ba-tofu-ashe te fu lan lu yu Ba-ba-ba-tofu-ashe Iba yé fun asheu. se o Iba yeeto ye fun wa se Iba yeeto fun wa se Iba yeeto fun wa se Ashe te fun landing you Iba yeeto fun wa se Iba egungun tofu fun wa e o Iba ye ye Tofu, I say. tofu, tofu, you. tofu,
7: so ashe is the the things that they have left but ashe also means may it be so
0: may it be may so may
7: these things may these prayers may these things that live as even live as ideas or concepts or in the kind of unseen realm may those things manifest and be so so that's right. say ashe you say ashe at the end of prayers may these things be so
0: may these things be so
7: oh, so how you doing I'm good. I mean, that chant always puts me in a, in a good place. It's a nice shift pivot um, to really honor the diversity of our relationships and where our support also lies, right? Not just in like our brain figuring things out, um, but in these sacred relationships, our relationship with our own people and our, how we can lean into that. So there's some thoughts I have.
0: I
6: love when you have
7: thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but um, I always want to also leave space for if there are things that, um, because you like to play in the streets, sit on the porch. If there are things that um, you're hearing that um, would be a good thing for us to pay attention to, to me to reflect on a little.
0: I think what I hear most often is uh, um, people don't know what to do with all the anxiety of the uncertainty and the amount of violence um, Mm. that is happening in and around us on a daily basis. And I think that's very disconnecting to people. You know. Right.
7: Um. So, it's a really important question. Um, something that's been there's like thoughts and ideas, right, and frameworks and things, but it also really comes down to practices. We what what practices do we have to to connect us to a version of reality and our version of our lives that is bigger than the 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 messages of of dehumanization and of violence that we also experience. Um, if we don't have those practices, our default is to consume what this dominant culture says, because that's what we're raised to do. We're raised to consume what is here as our regular culture, and that regular culture, what is considered normal, is full of dehumanizing practices and messages. Right. Mm. Are full of um, systems and institutions, right? Not just like a notion, but like institutions that um, marginalize some people and elevate others. Right? And so we look at the, not to get too theoretical, but to add this little bit of like how far, right, we've come um, as people. Right, who actually had embedded in our cultures ways of navigating difficulty, violence um, confusion, chaos, anxiety, depression, trauma, joy, love, celebration, and so you know this this land in terms was or I should say this country was founded out of like what came out of these British colonies right. And those British colonies began um, through real practices of genocide, right? Both genocide on the indigenous people here, and then included genocide of African peoples being kidnapped and brought over. All of these are forms of genocide. And so this land was inhabited by indigenous people. African heritage people had their lands. We were just living our lives and dealing with our own complexities and challenges, right? Nothing was perfect. And then these institutions and practices ripped us from there, brought us here, also ripped us in terms of people who have uh, indigenous heritage from here, Native American heritage here, destroyed those things also, right? So it was these institutions were like, well, let's, we want land and there are these people over there. So we're going to take their land. That means we have to get rid of them. And then we need people to work this land so we can be wealthy and we're going to kidnap and practice other things of uh, systems of genocide in them and bring them here right and so this beginning right of even like this is all the beginning of what normal is right so it's just good to understand the container that we find ourselves in the Mm -hmm. beginning of this was a, a dehumanization of one peoples of others and as black and brown indigenous people and the native people here like we weren't introduced well together we were introduced to each other not based on our own cultures and traditions right as earth-based people as people who had sacred relationships with each other and our family and our ancestors in the land and cultivated those relationships over thousands of years we we weren't introduced to each other in that way like oh hi i'm a visitor you're a visitor like welcome these are how we do it this is how we do it right that's how you greet people um, when you're honoring yourself and honoring who they are And that's not how we were introduced to each other, how African heritage people and Native American people were introduced to each other. It was all through the lens of white supremacy and this kind of settler colonial mentality, right? Which was about land for some people to get rich and then dehumanization of some bodies so that those same people could become rich. That's the first landscape of what was planted and seeded and fostered to make eventually this United States, right? And then other people and systems are getting dehumanized and oppressed along the way, right? Half of what was Mexico became erased and captured and taken by this expansion of manifest destiny in the United States, right? So there's the impact on lots of different black and brown people. And so then we, as African heritage people, right? We are, the way that slavery happened here is we were, Anything that was traditional was eliminated, right? These traditional family structures, sacred literature, ways of connecting, sorry, not eliminated, but were attacked, right, by these systems of of slavery. And so anything that was African was um, eliminated and beaten out of people, but also there became this process of, in the United States, which was different than the Caribbean, of breeding people. Right? So new, there, was, there wasn't as much of like the, the influx of, of African peoples into these systems to remind people, to remind us as African heritage people about where we come from, how we think of things, what it means to be a person. And so over generations, right, we're kind of subsumed deeper and deeper into this colonial mentality package this package of white supremacy. And so fast forward, not to walk through every little step. Here we are today right and we've internalized notions of what it means to be successful what it means to be to make it in this country what do we need to survive what do we need to thrive and unless we have practices that recenter our personhood we then take on these practices that have come out of these deep systems of oppression and dehumanization of certain people being less than and certain people being greater than forgetting that we are still on land that was stolen, land that was, treaties were made, and then United States just decided not to follow through with treaties, right? And the erasure of people. A land that continued to dehumanize our inherent personhood as as African heritage people. So that's the, like, container that we find ourselves in, right? So, oh, here's all this violence happening. Here's continued dehumanization. Here's continued oppression that happens. Here's an undoing of You know these systems of structure and democracy that are also happening um and that's in a continuum of what of the really the destruction that happened as soon as the Spanish first sent people to colonize this part of the world right and so that's continued and so we have to practices to find our way back so that inherent personhood are important. So oh, how do I not try to find my inherent personhood through Instagram, through TikTok, <laughs> Facebook, through through Netflix, through Hulu, through Disney Plus, right? Through drugs and alcohol, through overconsumption of sex, through overconsuming or that my identity is about my what I consume or my identity being solely linked to where in this kind of status piece around work, around professionality, around education I am. um, If we rely on those things without these other awarenesses of our personhood, we are then just kind of following in lockstep with the supporting of these um, dehumanizing ways of being. And so we won't find peace there because those practices have some inherent hook in them about, you know, kind of numbing ourselves out, right? Things are too difficult. I don't want to pay attention to this discomfort. I don't have practice to lean into something greater than that, right? And so these, for me, um, these practices, I have these Yoruba practices and traditions, these um, ways of thinking about my relationship to my ancestors that are also connected to the traditions of my ancestors before there was uh, whiteness before there was blackness, right? Before there was, um, kind of these colonial patterns that were instilled in me, not that I have to go backwards, but if I need to start being curious and questioning what I think is just fundamental and what is normal, mm. if I don't, I won't find my way out right from these systems. Now, all this to say, it doesn't mean that just because you have these practices, you will never feel anxious. You will never feel depressed. You will never, those are normal things. When the world around us, the circumstances around us are overwhelming and scary, it's appropriate to feel overwhelmed and scared. That's just like, oh, look, here you are. If I'm playing in the street. A truck is coming towards me. I should feel nervous and scared so I can get out of the way. That's rational. It's not that, oh, the truck is coming towards me. I feel so at peace. I can just be here with the truck and we can somehow just share the space and they'll recognize my personhood. And I'll just, no, you're in the street (laughs) and the truck's coming. I may not see you get out of the way. Like that's the normal response. Right. And if we can be present, if we can hold these notions of our personhood, then we can skillfully address what is actually happening now. Oh, do I need to um, increase my awareness of like what's happening Right. Do I need to connect with other people and do some like community organizing and mobilizing? Do I need to like get off social media and put my phone down for a little bit and like go outside? Right. Um, Oh, outside doesn't feel safe. So maybe I create a space inside. Um, What are these practices that I have to bring myself back to the present to investigate and be curious about what it means to be a person, what Mm -hmm. it means to not grab on to what is just normally spoon-fed or handed out to us? Um, can I notice my own patterns? And can I be also generous and compassionate to myself? Oh, look, I'm following into these old patterns. All right, let me pause. And let me develop some other coping skills, some other strategies. Let me let me heal what needs to be healed so that I can even just see clearly so I'm not just triggered all the time. So uh, a new story doesn't trigger my own trauma that I experienced at 12 because I never addressed that, right? Maybe I don't need to consume every little thing that I see. Maybe I need to be more discerning about what I'm taking in or have some other understanding so it doesn't feel just random and chaotic. It's like, oh, huh, there are threads of like how government works and things are often chaotic and changing. Right. And I don't think anyone could deny that. And the system is also built to support some of that. Right. Who gets... Punished and how and who doesn't, right? That still filters through the system, right? Oh, somehow, you know, land owning wealthy white men somehow get different punishment from everybody else, huh? That seems very similar to like how this country was actually founded. Hmm. Right, not so different. What are then my practices that help me to find place for me to be a person that doesn't mean I have to assimilate into that culture? Mm. What are my practices? What am I open to? Um, can I really, you know, as a, as a black person, can I look at, look at how anti-blackness lives in me in ways that is challenging to look at what African religion and practices are? Huh? How is like anti-blackness wrapped up in that? Like if, if my notion of blackness in this country begins in the institution of slavery, to me, that's a distortion of like the reality, right? Because what makes us black here is our African heritage. So if we can't actually be open to our people there and that they actually have something to offer us, and if I dehumanize them because of these notions of settler colonialism, about Africa is this dark, primitive, oh, yes, they don't know anything, right? If I'm replicating that, I'm walking in step with these, a system that dehumanizes me. So how can I ever find my personhood if I myself am denying where I come from and who my people actually are? It doesn't mean I have to have those exact same practices, but if I can't even open up to the validity of thousands of years of people and how people lived and thrived, I think there's a problem. There's a hurt there because of the trauma of this institution of slavery. So how can we go in and heal that? And find, you know, if, if a door has been closed to us because of these systems, right? No, you can't have these practices. You can't have these, you know, the, the culture of, let's say, the drum, for example, exists in the United States completely different from throughout the Caribbean and other parts of the African diaspora because of how that aspect of Africanness was prevented here. Rhythm, right, still found, it, found its way into here, like how we use our bodies, how we use song, right? But as an instrument, as a part of a fundamental part of our culture, right? That was eliminated here. So, oh, what happens when people start to hear drumming now? Oh, some people are like, what's that noise? Or like, that's you know, it's primitive, da, da da da, whatever. Or this ancient thing, right? It's not relevant. That's us buying into this message that we've been fed and been beaten into our bodies about what it means to be black here in this country.
2: Mm. Wow.
7: Huh. you know just just a some things to muse about right but it's a
0: it's a it's a listen at at any point in in all that you said all i kept thinking was i i I don't know how i don't know how we first of all i don't know how we feel in the hurt i don't know if that's if we could collectively do that or everybody individually has to work on their path about this hurt second how do we? How do we? How do we think about our own anti-blackness in our everyday living as Black people? How do we? How do we do that? And how do we check ourselves when we when it when it shows up? And it shows up. It shows up even in the best of us. Um, that's number two. Number three. Um, there's so much that we have to learn about who we were prior to Mm -hmm. and how do we how do we bring that forward to the day how do we bring that forward and number four I know that we spend a lot of time taking the church from what it was used against us and making our own we have a history of taking what was done to us and repurposing it making it our own so that it doesn't hurt as much but i got to tell you it still hurts and so how do you combat the messages of fire and brimstone with what you need cuz i i feel like there's something else at work that we need that that isn't about the church isn't about worship it isn't about it it is a reconnecting to something that we've long since lost, but it is in us. I do believe blackness is very much Africanness is very much in us in us it is I think it's in us, and i you know when I look at people around the world when I travel, I see the commonalities i see I see us the way we move, the way we talk, the way we are with one another. That hasn't been beaten out of us. Right. There's a lot of things that have not been beaten out of us. There's a lot of things that have survived.
7: Yes. Yes. I don't. I don't God. want people to think that what I'm saying is like all has right all has been lost.
0: Oh no, I I don't right? I don't
7: get that you're saying no.
0: that. I'm getting that that we have to go
7: look. Exactly. Well, and if we don't, <laughs> right? If we don't feed, if we don't so. the the question about the church is is complicated it is very complicated right? but i well, but i I'll, see I'll... a
0: path in there that i so, feel something else about that
7: so i think so actually before we get into that the first thing the message that i've often gotten connected to my ancestors and being in the woods and and being present with like oh, here's the the pain of, like, clear-cutting and oppression and police violence, right, all the things. The first message, when I'm in those places of... So for me, like, being in nature is a nourishing place, right? Which, Which, by itself, in this country the complexity of, of black people in nature is both because of of white (laughs) supremacy and like, well, that's just for like white folks and their preciousness. But also, you know, we've had some real traumatic experiences in nature, both by being enslaved people, by being hunted, right? All kinds of, all kinds of awful, awfulness, right? And so, and it's a place that like, to me can hold the complexity of who we are without, Telling us who we need to be. Like, I get to go sit on a rock by a tree, and there's no gaze at me telling me how I should or shouldn't behave. Right? All that comes out of me, right? And so, but this message of before we shift into fixing, right? Because I actually heard like the first things were like, okay, so what do we do? Right? Is we have to feel it. And can we go into the spaces that we feel like we can? lean into a little bit and allow ourselves to feel it first. And that, that's that place of going into healing. And that's where these practices to me are really aren't theoretical, right? It's literally like, I mean, whether it's therapy, whether it's in the woods, whether it's even before we get into like indigenous practices and what that means and how do we as black people, go into indigenous practices that are ours and don't replicate commodification of like indian things right um that's also important so whatever those practices are that we can lean into and have some respite from and some support can we allow ourselves to really feel the the pain feel the terror right no and and teasing apart like i feel that it's not happening right now in this place I feel it, right? And so that's the that, that's a way that we start to undo those distortions of like kind of historic trauma, intergenerational trauma, cultural trauma, right? Into how can I be present in these places of support so I can address that pain from the clarity of the present, right? from a ground of, of like, oh, here I am versus like, ah, it feels like I'm somewhere else, okay? It can feel like that but it's not necessarily true or accurate that that's literally what's happening. Right. And that's, the distinctions are important, right? I, I know the greater risk I have of playing in the streets, being in the world. Right. And if I'm not in that, I don't need to feel as if I am. Right. Mm. Otherwise, like, the places of peace and restoration don't become that. They get filled with, like, but at any time something could happen. That's a trauma response. Yeah. Right? It it is. It is Over there, the murder is happening. (laughs) Yeah, over there. And I got (laughs) to deal with that. But right now, it's not. So can I find some ground? Can I find that rootedness? Right? And so before getting into the complexity of practices, just, like, Where's the place that I feel some agency, some peace and then can I bring these complexities into that place and then that place can expand and then you can start to ask questions around like, well wow, wow, what is it what does it mean that the you know there's this thing called the doctrine of discovery, which I've been reading about more, right which is literally what the Pope, the, the authority the Pope gave to Spain and Portugal and other countries, yes to go somewhere where there were people and say, well they're not Christians, they're not that's, people. take the land, it's yours. Yeah. take the people, they're yours mm-hmm. right So that's like the 1400s right And that has that has never been kind of repudiated even by the church. They say that, like, well, it's not relevant now, but, like, it's never, no one's ever said, like, wow, that was, that was really bad idea. That was really harmful. That was really oppressive, right? So that's the, that's like the beginning piece, which was actually about wealth and land, um, control and accumulation. It wasn't just like a theology, like, you know, this is just what God is saying. It was like, oh, we want land and wealth. And here's the justification for that. They are not people. Go take the land. Go take the people. And that's, how people landed on these shores and that's how african people got taken from those shores right so that's that's like a real thing that came out of the church right and and that position has been justified and used in the united states in u.s law right? for p- policies and practices
0: to me absolutely
7: right right to maintain control right so can people who are Christians also hold that, right? That, that part of doctrine continues to to pan out in, in practices and policies, right? In dehumanizing people, in government policies, but also in like relationship policies of like, oh, who's a good person? Who's not a good person? Who's a human? Who's not a human? Right? And the role of of this is the one right way, which is not, I mean, it's not an indigenous practice, right? There's like, oh, this is our way. And if you want to come here and like join our way, that's fine. And if you don't, well, then that's okay too. Like you're not a, our people, but you're not not a person. Right? This is how we do it here. and This is what works here in relationship with our spirits, our land, right? How we grow things, how we relate to each other. And oh, we could even what's that it works for you? And you got from this other place and these other things. You live by the ocean. We don't. We don't even know what that is. Sure, that's bring that bring that tradition in in here. We'll fold it in because we're welcoming you as our people. So like you can fold that in. That's not white supremacy. That's not you know this kind of colonial colonizer mentality, right? That's not that. That's not monoculture. Like we just need to grow corn and sugar cane and tobacco and rum to like make money and deplete the land, right? That's that version, right? And so getting into those complexities means, who can I look at, where where do my notions of blackness start and stop, right? If my people, so I have a lot of my ancestors who were like deep in the church in positions of leadership. um, And that wasn't, that really hasn't been my own practice. And I've really like wrestled even with like, what does it meant for people as I have worked to kind of find my way kind of back to these earth centered traditions that, you know, can feel like, well, like Christianity is this like settler religion that has done so much harm and even continues to dehumanize, right. These traditional African practices today, right. Um, you know, there's genocide of indigenous traditions that happen today, right. These aren't like ancient things. And so, coming to terms with these are also the language and technologies like people want meaning and people seek connection to the divine and base that on the language and culture that they're embedded in. And so if everything else, but kind of Christianity was allowed, then Christianity becomes the tradition and the culture and the language to connect with the divine. And so that was this place of in the midst of trauma, how do we find our way with this, knowledge, right, with this book, with this sacred book, right, and these sacred teachings in the Bible, how do we find our personhood in that, right, through, even as it's used to dehumanize us, how do we kind of find our personhood in that, right, and that's powerful, and that's resilient, and that's, um, continues that relationship with the sacred, and there's a deep level of forgetting that happens, and that happened with that, and so how do we remember and then still, if it's holding that tradition and that practices with that remembering, grape. If it's like, ooh, I now have to question, what does that mean for me if I'm able to really remember and include this personhood, right? If I'm so it's like in terms of ancestor practice, if I um, dehumanize, right? If I say, well, they had this other practice and that's evil or sin or whatever it is, right? Is like not good. Then I'm actually cutting that off from me, from my force.
0: I think that's see that's Anru. I think that's where people go along and they feel that that's not right. I don't don't, maybe not right. Maybe right is not the word. But they go along because for them, the greater story, the greater story is about keep my eyes on Christ, and I can swallow all the other stuff. Where black and that intersects. I just, I was somewhere the other night and I I heard a minister say something that I I couldn't, I couldn't divorce myself from it because it felt so divisive to me. And Mm. I thought we we are constantly asked to divide ourselves and our holy loyalties in ways that nobody else is asked to do. We are still,
7: we're still doing that. So it's partly because, and this this is like tender and sensitive and and like not easy conversations, right? So much of that faith and tradition is tied up with these same systems of oppression. And so as what's hard, I think, in some conversations I've had with other black people is like a challenge to me, like how can I how can I lump, for example, this like settler colonialism or white supremacy, how can I lump Christianity and black black church and black Christianity in that same bowl? Like that seems like absurd and disrespectful and um, demeaning of people who've who've really found their way to this connection to the divine and wholeness, right? And to me, it's not just this easy like, well, here's the box. And if you're in this, you kind of get thrown in here. But can we admit to the reality that this system and these traditions have played and continue to play. Can we just do that, right? This divisiveness that you're talking about, right? Can we feel into that and understand that not everything everywhere, but like there are ways that this practice has been a part of the enslavement of our people as an explicit tool. And yes, we can like find the silver lining and find our way. And we're still kind of in the same soup of like, well, I'll take this, but not that. And like, I have to like the managing that happens, which fundamentally parses up ourselves. Yes. What if I feel this other thing, but what about my ancestors who, who weren't a part of this? Does that mean they're like in hell or they're bad? And does that mean that if I connect my ancestor, then I'm that too. And like, like, it it creates that kind of dilemma, right? And and that's that's complicated. There's healing that needs to happen in there. There's not this kind of blanket good or bad, right? Because it's also around like what access did people have, and so we did this, and we went this way, and we took this, and you know the reality for me is like those tr- had had the had the church spoken to me in the way that. Orisha and the ways that like being connected to the to the earth itself and these sacred forces connect to me, I would have been in there, right? I come from a line of folks that are ministers and pastors and doing all the things. I, I would have gone that route, like because to me, being in a relationship with the divine is part of my purpose. And so, and I and I explored that language and I explored those ways and I was like, this isn't it. There's there's something over here. And I and I looked at the Quran I was like, no. This, nah. And I want to, because like, look at all my people who are all wrapped up in these things. And I could be and like, no. And so even now in the work I do with my ancestors, they're like, no, you can't control how the divine speaks to you. Right. That That is very true.
0: Right. I, I so, agree wholeheartedly.
7: But can we take whatever that is and still explore really what our wholeness is, which means looking outside of like what gets packaged and delivered to us. And yeah. that's not easy. And, and if we're trying to be free, then we have to look at these things. If I want to be free, I have to look at how does male supremacy show up? How does it show up in indigenous traditions? How does it show up in my day-to-day? I have to look at that. And I got to look at what is, what is, how does uh, homophobia show up? Because if I participate in it, right, that's also dehumanizing to me participating in male supremacy, that's actually dehumanizing to me because it says, well, maleness is this thing, and you want to be this thing, because if you're not, you could be hurt, you could be less than, right, there's real, very, there's very real consequences in terms of blackness. Whoa, I'm light, so I get these benefits, but not those benefits, and, oh, and all that navigating is still within, colorism is still within the bowl of white supremacy and this kind of settler colonial mentality. We wouldn't yeah. do that traditionally, it was like, oh, High person of different shades. (laughs) But here it became, right, life and death, access, not access. Who wields power? Who gets a little bit of an edge so that it's things that are a little bit easier? So we have to, in the present, continue to have that, like, self-critical with compassion lens on. What am I perpetuating? What am I not? How can I even really see my own wholeness? Wow, what have I internalized? Not just what's coming at me, and I'm a victim, right? Because there's that piece around, like, well, as a black person, or even as a someone who's embedded in, in the church, I'm still a victim, so I can't be perpetuating any kind of oppression. Well, to this day, right? If you're a Christian, you have a level, whatever race, color, ethnicity, gender you are, you have a level of privilege than if you're something else, and the further you are away from that. The less access to resources, less personhood, um, you are also kind of, uh, is bestowed upon you, right? You can find your way and your practice is like, I feel whole and I still have to deal with how others deal with me.
0: Yes. It has been a wonderful conversation, as always. So much to unpack, so much to take. I enjoyed it. I, I've heard some things that I needed to hear and I, I so appreciate it. You know, sometimes you hear things that keep you on your path and sometimes you hear things that like, oh no, go over there. So thank you for being a, a, a lamppost today. I appreciate it.
7: Well, I hope, I hope it landed in, in some real, um, in land in ways that, that, that people can take it in.
0: Oh, I think so. Yeah. I think so. So I appreciate you. And uh, don't worry, y'all. He'll be back. <laughs> we'll have more conversations. Uh, so, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest you. of your weekend.
7: I will. Well, All right. Not quite there, but I will.
0: <laughs> I, I'm. I'm. We'll i get, get through the, the week first. I'm. I'm. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All
7: right. The weekend starts now. Now. <laughs> thank you. All
0: right. Take
7: care. Enough. All right. Bye thank there. you,
0: Harry. <laughs>
2: We'll